Hi there, this is Miss Emma Grace, your station manager, and you're listening to Rooted. This is the finale of our Senior Conversations edition of Rooted. Um, this one is really, 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 really cool. This one, I was able to interview all of the senior class of our department all at once. So all of us are broadcasting majors, and we're all seniors, and we all went through the past four years together. Um, you're about to hear um, a lot of laughter, a lot of stories, um, some jokes, um, just just everything around college and what we've been through the past four years. It was a lot of fun to get together, especially since we haven't been able to see each other these last few weeks, especially after being together for a lot of things. I mean, in our department, we're pretty small. Um, and so along with that, we work all in all our projects together and we help each other with projects and we do all things of that sort because that's just what broadcasting is. It's a team effort and no one person can get it done on their own. So we all have a really close bond with each other and we're really, really excited for you to get to hear this. Um, so like I said, it's a little crazy. It's not quite the norm of what we normally do on Rooted, um, but it's a lot of fun and I think it's important. So please enjoy listening to this interview with the broadcast senior class. Hey guys, thank you for joining me today and that we can have this senior conversations with the entire broadcast senior class. Um, we're a fairly big class, one of the biggest ones they've had. Um, so we're gonna start out with um, the, your name and the area of the department that you're involved in. So I'm Paige Schreiber and I am mainly involved with sports, but I also do a little bit with radio as well as news. Hi, I'm Shelby Price. I focused mainly on news, but I also did a lot in sports. I'm Sydney Spice. I'm on the sales and marketing track in the broadcast department, and I was mostly involved in the news station. My name is Peter Price. I am the I did a lot of radio stuff and also I'm, I'm part of the church media track. My name is Noah Tobias. Uh, I worked a lot with uh, sports and a decent amount with radio, but I was also the first and only one on the Arizona track. Hi, I'm Jacob Osborne. Um, I'm a radio guy, and yeah. Um, so I was on the capstone track as well. Sorry, Noah. <laughs> I didn't go to Arizona. Okay, I'm Kobe Psalms. I'm the current FTM Sports producer, ending very soon. Um, I'm on the corporate media track, and obviously I did a lot of sports. Hi, I'm Ryan Lockhart. I'm also heavily involved in sports and did a little bit with radio and a little bit with news as well. Um, so guys, um, let's just start with some conversations here. Um, let's start with um, why you chose broadcast. I know for a lot of people, that's a, there's a different reason as to why they did that. Um, okay, so I was originally a PR major when I got to HU, and um, I liked the content that I was learning, but not the way I was learning it. Lecture classes just were not my thing. Um, so I wanted some, um, a little bit of a different challenge. Um, but I knew that the career path I wanted would be the same. So I found out that you could have um, different tracks in the broadcast department. So the sales and marketing track was still what I wanted to do in the future. And I was able to have a more hands-on approach to learning that. Yeah, and Sydney, I also know you originally weren't going to come to Huntington, right? 
I was not. I committed to going to Trine University to study communications. And then the day I was supposed to move into my dorm, uh, I told my parents I did not want to go. So I very quickly um, registered for classes at Huntington. And uh, I think it served me pretty well. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, mine was kind of a little bit different because um, I came for film. But I did a lot of broadcasting in high school, and I really enjoyed it. And when I was taking my tour, they were telling me I could double degree in it. Um, so that's how I kind of figured out, like, I wanted to get back into the news part because I love technical directing. And I love sports a lot. Um, they told me I could do both of those and, like, start out on, like, my first couple days. So that's kind of how I got in fact, back into the news. That's awesome. I'm really similar to Paige. I came for film. And then I, in high school, I did a lot of anchoring for our new station that we created and I loved it. And they told me also I could double major. And so I was like, yeah, why not do both? <laughs> so Paige and I have survived the last four years double majoring <laughs> in two of the hardest things you can do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I started uh, broadcasting actually when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, I did not know, I, I didn't really want to broadcast but one of my friends actually talked me into it so I started running camera for football games and commentating a little bit and then I just started doing it during basketball season and really fell in love with it and you know people were coming up to me and saying that they enjoyed listening to me so I kind of figured well I like doing it and other people are telling me that I'm doing a good job in it so why not in high school we'd actually started a sports broadcasting kind of side of media my junior year and my senior year we expanded upon it and it was just something i fell in love with i actually came in as a double major with uh, journalism as well as a freshman and after about a year of that decided i'd like to go more toward broadcast and <laughs> stay away from the journalism side a little bit <laughs> sydney's in that same boat as me too oh i was gonna say like yeah mine was a little different i had no no like out or experience before with broadcasting for me it was just like this sounds like fun radio sounds like fun um i doing a job just and ha being able to talk and have a good time I like talking. I like to interact with people. I think I could do this. So I did it and fell in love with radio and then got a call into like more media and video work. So it's, it's weird, but yeah, everybody's like, oh, I did all this, but no, just, just decided it was fun. So when I came to HU, um, I started out just doing film for about two and a half years and then um, half part of the way in my junior year, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm just not in love with this anymore. Uh, the politics of crews and all that, I'm like, eh, this just really isn't for me. I'm not enjoying this. And so I made the switch and I am so happy I made that switch. Um, it's definitely been life changing for me. I started radio in uh, my freshman year, uh, high school, actually, um, here in Huntington, actually at Huntington North. And I fell in love with it and was like, let's go to college for this because if I can get a degree and I can get a job in that, then what's not to love, right? Yeah, so I think it's kind of funny that most of us had some sort of high school experience in that. Um, and then Peter, I always love when Peter tells um, why he came because it's the stereotypical thing 
that people say of, oh, you love to talk, so no wonder you're in broadcasting, um, which I think is always hilarious. <laughs> then, then I became an editor, so it became <laughs> barely on the radio, so anything's interesting. Yeah, it's like second best to people asking you if you're going to be the weatherman or the weather woman in broadcasting <laughs> because that's all they think about. <laughs> or it's like you mentioned that you're going into radio and they're like, you have a great personality for that. And it's like, you got a face they, for radio, you know? That's all, yeah, I was going to say, that's almost like saying I have a face for radio, which I do. That's my that's my favorite. Um, so do you guys have any other like weird things people have said to you when you say you're a broadcasting major um, or work in news or radio or TV or whatever? Um, because I know there's people have said some weird things to me myself. Are you going to get a job with that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. Yep. <laughs> or something like radio's dying. Haven't you seen all these statistics about Spotify and Pandora but I got um so you like to hear or like tell us a bunch of fake news and are you a political yeah I mean like there have been people that have asked me just simply what is that like what is broadcast media yeah. or whatever and even today I have to explain somebody just what I've done at Huntington yeah, I think that's an interesting topic because a lot of people, you'll tell them you're in broadcasting and they're not quite exactly sure what that is, which is really funny because new news, radio, and sports are things that people watch every single day. And so it's just like, right. it's kind of funny that they don't realize that it's like all in that bubble together, um, which is really funny to me. Um, do you guys have anyone that you look up to um, in the broadcasting world or for Shelby and Paige in the film world? Um, that you kind of look to for advice or just um, you really admire their work? Oh, yeah. Um, so mine's not really broadcasting per se, but it's in church media and he did a lot of uh, online services. Um, I actually got to work with him this uh, uh, last summer. Uh, his name's Rodney Dearness. Um, and I love this guy. He was the best boss I've ever had. Um, learned so much from him. Um, and he came from like a, a news background out in California, I believe. Um, but coming into church, into working in a church and applying it there, um, I learned a lot of how you can turn a lot of these things that we we do, these films or these videos we make, um, anything that we can do into a ministry to tell God's story. And I really looked up to that. On the um, I guess like, for me, <laughs> I honestly look up to Wes Anderson a lot, um, just because his films. Uh, take a lot of time to make and he puts a lot into his craft um, he doesn't just throw movies out like one after the other he takes his time and like makes sure it's the best movie he can make um, and that really inspires me to make sure that I'm like slowing down and taking my time on the film side I probably have to say Donald Glover I've always looked up to him because he literally just can do anything and he kind of just dips his toes into any projects he wants to and I love doing that too I like getting my hand in a lot of different things um, but like on more of a personal level, um, my high school teacher, Greg Allen, he taught me everything when I first started in broadcasting and in film. And I, I would never have started this track without him. So he's kind of like a mentor to me, but yeah. Um, I did, uh, an internship at Wayne 15 this past summer, um, which as everyone knows, is the former employee of Adam Widener. Um, because I thought that maybe I would want to go work in a news station someday. 
and I found out that I didn't. Um, but I, I had a, a really cool producer that I was working with. His name's Drew Bogues. And he he really like he really um, is invested in the content that he puts into his shows. And he was really meticulous about how he stacked his shows. Um, and also just like how he created like a very fun work environment because it was the first time I had ever worked in any kind of a professional environment like that. Um, but he was like best friends with most of the people sitting around his uh, computer and everything. So like, and they would all help each other if they needed, you know, they were running short on time and somebody didn't have anything to do. They'd be like, Hey, can I edit a video for you? Things like that. So I think it was more of like the relationships that he had in the station that was really cool for me. Um, so kind of going off of that internships, a couple of you have mentioned, um, I'd love to hear some um, favorite stories from internships that you guys have done before. So in between my sophomore and junior year, I went to the Dominican Republic and served down there. And I think my favorite story or experience I had down there working, doing media and all that would probably be, even though it was really hard, was climbing Pico Duarte. And like, I did absolutely no media, but it was nice to have a week where like, hey, like I'm gonna focus on encouraging these young men to like climb this humongous mountain over four and a half days and like be be intentional with them. Like there was no devices, no technology going on at all. Like half the places we stayed at night had no electricity. And so it was literally like, hey, like, we're gonna sit by the fire. We're gonna talk about Jesus. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. And so um, having that experience because media brought me there was cool for sure. Yeah, that's really cool. I've done two internships, so I've done one in Fort Wayne and then one right now in Marion. Um, but one of my favorite things is that this has nothing to do with radio, really. But anytime that uh, a restaurant or a fast food place has a promotion going on, they bring the food to the station for the uh, personalities and stuff to try. So, like... Uh, while I was at, at uh, Adam's radio station, Adam's radio group, no, no relation to Adam Widener, um, <laughs> has, uh, they had uh, a McDonald's thing and we just got food and I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> but I mean, all of the people that I've met uh, at Adam's and also at Hoosier AM FM and Marion, uh, uh -huh. they're great people. Like you don't expect that People were like, hey, this is a horrible, horrible, uh, horrible job to go into. Don't do it. And then you meet people that are actually in the field, and you're like, wow, this is great. These are great people. During my time at Huntington, um, I've done actually a lot of different things. Um, I worked at uh, a federated media in Fort Wayne, and I worked with their promotions department, and so I got to learn that kind of side of things. Then I got to, I actually still have a job with the Fort Wayne Tin Caps minor league baseball team in Fort Wayne, and I'm their main instant replay operator, and I do camera sometimes whenever I'm not doing replay. Uh, but then uh, this semester, I actually had the opportunity to go out to Arizona and work with Huntington Satellite Campus. And I was actually the first one in Huntington history to do that. And I first got the idea when uh, Dr. Clark, the head of digital media arts at Huntington, and I first met my senior year of high school. 
and he, you know, mentioned it to me when we first got together and, um, you know, it was an amazing experience. I interviewed with Fox Sports San Diego and I actually made a 30 second video, uh, music video for them. And uh, I went on to the next round, which was the final round of interviews. And I ended up not making it before I could even interview because of something how they had already hired enough people. I'm not even sure I understand it. And I actually went through the process. So, uh, but no, then while out in Arizona, I actually did a highlight video for uh, a Fortune 500 company called Edward Jones. Um, they're fairly known around this area, but um, then I got a part-time job with a nonprofit organization called Sports to Serve, and they're just starting up and everything, but I was their uh, digital media content creator, so I uh, was starting to run their social media, but we just hadn't launched yet, uh, and so there are some things on hold right now with them, but still, with Huntington, you know, I got to learn a lot of different things. I got to work with a lot of different great people and it was just really really cool uh to have all of those different experiences for sure i actually had two internships as well my first one was with matt waters who is a singer songwriter from cincinnati ohio and i kind of was his like social media manager and digital marketing content creator so i ran a lot of different things and dipped my toes into merchandise and posters and tour videos, concert photography, just a lot, a lot of different things. Um, that one was incredible. And actually, I still work for him to this day. Uh, I love working for him. He's an incredible person. And then my most recent internship was actually in Los Angeles because I was on the film track to go out to LA for a semester, even though that ended halfway. But um, I interned with Alcon Sleeping Giant, which was um, a record label and a TV production kind of place where they... Um, got artists into their songs into films and tv and series and things like that and so one of my main jobs was that I got to uh, look for unsigned artists and get them in contact with Alcon and try to get them signed and right before I left I got to sign my first person so that was really fun but both those internships taught me so much and I definitely got just an incredible amount of experience in different areas than I never would have thought I could do. Yeah, I think for me, because I did my internship at uh, the Napanee Missionary Church, um, and Rodney, he just told gave me a bunch of videos um, with that were all like recorded on a cell phone type of thing. Um, it was the pastor, Pastor Dave. Uh, it was his 40th year uh, ministering there, and so they wanted to make a thank you video. So they gathered a whole bunch of people to tell them thank you, tell a little story about it what he did for them, how he impacted them. And he gave me all this footage and he said, we want to make, we want to make this minute long thank you video. Um, so I, I was up there editing. I got a first cut done and we were showing it to Pastor Joe um, because we, it was a surprise to Dave. He didn't know it was being made. And um, while, I was, while I was editing uh, or while he was watching the first cut, he was like, this is really good. Could you, and the way he, he's like, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, can you, can you do this really cool, this thing, like make it go really fast, almost like just a montage. And he was like, he's a guy who doesn't know much about computers. Um, but being editing for as long as I have, I knew exactly what he did wanted. 
and I could do it within just like a few seconds because it was just it was real simple. So I did it right there in front of them. I've never seen someone like so impressed with me just making cuts. Um, but no, that whole video, that that whole project was a highlight because that was I can honestly say I made an old man cry making a video. <laughs> Um, for me, I've actually done technically three internships, um, but my favorite one's been my last one that I've been working with. Um, it's a place called Mao's Media back in home, and I've had to drive the hour and a half every week, once a week to go, um, but it's been really fun to work with them. And the one project that I was like super excited about and like proud of was, it's one of my first things that I had to do with them. And I was a producer for an interview with this girl from Ivy Tech. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of people that were allowed to be in the room for the interview, so it was kind of nice to, like, be kind of exclusive, <laughs> um, but she got to tell her story about how she grew up with her dad was, like, a drug addict, and all she wanted to do was to help people, and, like, she's been through so many traumatic events, she's like, I don't want other kids to have to go through that, and I was, since I was one of the only people there, they asked me to run the audio for it. Um, and I was very nervous, but they asked me if I knew how to run a Zoom kit. And I was like, oh yeah, I use these like all the time at school. Like, wait, really? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I can do this. Like, oh, thank God. Like, they were so nervous at first. They're like, please do not use it. They're like, this will be great. Like, and just like recording it and being like so close to the interview and like hearing it all, like it was just so eye-opening and it really truly like made me realize that I do really like doing so yeah I think that was my favorite yeah I think that's the best part of an internship is when you go to it and you know what you're doing because <laughs> you learned it at school because sometimes when you're in college it feels like you haven't learned anything because you learned so much exactly and so it's like am I really gonna use this or no um so I yeah. think it's awesome um so transitioning kind of into our experience at HU I'm gonna start out with a good question um so Adam Widener is our fearless leader as professor of our department and like the only broadcasting professor other than our wonderful adjunct, um, Dale Gerke. Um, and so I would like you guys, actually I should bring Dale into this too. Um, so I'm gonna ask you, what is your favorite Adam Widener quote first? Well, there's so many good ones. Oh, can we state the obvious one first is fake it till you make it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Since freshman year, I've learned how to fake it till I make it. Yes. <laughs> funny, funny thing is, is that he's not the only one that says that in radio. <laughs> to uh, Kentucky for that national radio talent system thing. And one of the speakers was, said the exact same thing. And I was like, have you been talking to Adam? <laughs> it was Whenever so fun. He's a uh, texting conversation with me. He'll always say, "What's up, brother?" No. <laughs> Ryan, what was that? What there was one day in the lab, he said something to Ryan. What was that? I think he said like, "Hey, boy," but it was like the way he phrased it. It was just like a weird like. I didn't know how to answer it, and then. He used emojis, too. I think we can all talk about Adam's emoji use as a little off the charts. Yeah. I get a lot of thumbs up from that guy. Remember when he created his own on Slack of, like, our his stickers? Noah's I forgot yeah. about Noah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the one of Josh with the surge can? <laughs> that was brief. Yeah, great memories. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from Adam, I was looking at him, trying to find a good one. 
I knew Jacob. I had them written down. I remember. Josh. Josh and Josh was just sitting in on Radio Practicum one day, and he was just sitting there, and Adam out of nowhere is they're not out of nowhere, but in the conversation was like, he liked Josh. He has no life. And the whole room just exploded with laughter. It was horrible. Yeah, because that's what they said in Radio Practicum. All of a sudden, our spots, like, Josh became our mascot. On all <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We like Josh. Like, we said it so many times. It was, it was hilarious. Um, can we think of some Dale Gerke um, quotes or nuggets of wisdom? Because he was the king of nuggets of wisdom. My favorite is um, just keep throwing the spaghetti at the wall until it sticks. I don't know why, but I think about that all the time. <laughs> there was one that he sent me, and it was, like, so out of context in class. But he was like, Paige, I just want to thank you. And I was like, for what? And he goes, for being Catholic, but not being, like, over-the-top crazy Catholic. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, you're a calm and cool Catholic. I was like, all right. Oh, no. I don't have a quote, but one of my favorite memories with him was we were in class, and I we we were in, I, I think it was after we, like, no, I'm sorry. I think it was after you, like, failed that one test. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. We were all just yelling. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my yeah. was the best. <laughs> now I'll enter all internet. He just was sorry, giving us answers, which was hysterical. <gasps> but I was Snapchatting my mom and I turned it around and I was like, say hi to my mom. And he goes, Oh hi. And he like put his glasses down. It is just my favorite video of him in the entire world. That's I love hilarious. him so much. <laughs> sorry, Noah. Love you. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. I appreciate it. Oh, well, and that was my first broadcast Noah. class, and so I was just like, oh my. Like, you're all like, oh, he goes, yeah, only one person, like, didn't do well on the test, and I was like, well, great, thanks, and we're like, he didn't say who it was. Yeah, Noah outed himself, but it was incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you fixed it, it was fine. Yeah. Not one of my best things I did in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think that was a nice highlight. <laughs> that yeah. should have won an Emmy. What did he Emmy. say once about LaCroix? Didn't he call him like uh, it was La was it was LaCray. Yeah, he said yeah. LaCrays. We were like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I was talking because we were pitching our uh project ideas for uh was oh, it broadcast yeah, yeah, yeah. He was and i said something about lecrae because he was one of the uh artists that i was gonna play on the radio station and he was like isn't that like a sparkling water or something like that <laughs> i was like no nah. Close, but no thank you I think my favorite one was after i first got my hair cut from being long into a mullet I had Dale as a professor at the time, and like as soon as I did, Dale whips out his wallet, pulls out his ID, and he's like, "Ryan, Ryan, you gotta see this." He goes, "Ryan, I had a mullet, not as good as yours. I had a mullet." Like 
just the way he was excited about it, and like That's you guys all know it. Awesome. Like, whipped out his ID, and sure enough, Dale had a mullet. That was my favorite thing is he still had his college ID in his wallet. I'm like, Dale, what are you doing? That was amazing. Awesome. Uh, Yes. Um, So we'll just keep talking. Any other? We've had a lot of funny memories uh, over the years that we get for being a small department. Right. (laughs) Any other um, funny memories that you guys have? It can be about anybody. My favorite memory of all time, I don't think anything will ever top this, was I was doing a live shot outside with Ryan. had this whole thing set up was just the worst setup ever but ryan had my phone in his hood of his sweatshirt and he was on the phone with adam waiting for adam to count us down to tell me when to go so ryan gave me my countdown and at the time my boyfriend who's my fiance now decided he was in a call even though he knew i was live and ryan tried to deny the call or declined the call, but he accidentally answered it, so Derek was now in his hood, and Adam was just hung up on, and nobody knew when I was supposed to go live, and (laughs) I was looking at Ryan, and I'm just standing there awkwardly holding the microphone, smiling, and I just see Adam bolt around the corner, jumping the highest I've ever seen a white man jump. countdown going on and he can't get somebody's attention because it is, he goes to all extent <laughs> yes oh, yeah. I love it. it's the best oh, yeah. oh my gosh it was so funny i think one of my favorites was like when we had our first um like broadcasting film like group thing like for the awards that he would give out and adam had made that video of noah Duh. oh my gosh this is not rose noah time <laughs> I've never seen that video. It's always Rose Noah talking. I've never seen that. The best part, though, is like we all like saw it and we were like laughing and stuff, but no one knew until like last year because we had a perspective that was in it. It was Becca Malat, and she remembers the whole video, but she didn't want to say because she felt bad for Noah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so last year, she didn't. She like told me, but I'm like, you were the perspective. She goes, oh yeah, like. I remember the whole thing. She was like, I was trying not to laugh, but it was really funny. And like, I was like, oh. It's a real shame that Becca, as a perspective, has seen it, and I have not. Neither has Cody. Noah, we love you. One more time. Let's insert it right here. I wish I could put it up as, like, the background. You can put video backgrounds up. Yeah. The thing is, like, Adam spent so much time on that video. Like, he was so long. proud of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The proud whole time he was smiling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He thought he was the funniest man alive that day. Yep. But, no, he was really complimenting you because he was saying you have a really nice smile. So. <laughs> it may have been mild bullying, but it was hysterical <laughs> yeah. and good heart. It was all of, like, the little snippets of blooper reels of just my freshman year. What did you say after our first broadcast? Oh, what the frick was that? I was just about to mention that. That is my favorite memory. 
to give it a little bit of context, so that was the first time I had ever been on camera for a, a news uh, broadcast, and I thought we were completely done. You know, we had went to black screen and everything. I totally mumbled about all I was supposed to say, and I put my head on the desk because I was so embarrassed because I thought I did so bad. <laughs> you can hear me say what the frick was that? And um, and nobody knew that we were still recording. So whenever we went back to critique ourselves, we heard that and everybody just started laughing. And, like, <laughs> I think it was right in behind the credits too. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. We both just cut off and we both just looked at each other and then Noah just put his head down. <laughs> It was incredible. That that was a good time. Good time. Um, I have another good memory. Um, so this was from broadcast boot camp, and I think Ryan was there, and Noah was there. Kobe might have been there. Okay, so I was like the only girl at broadcast boot camp, other than um, Randy. Randy was there. Oh, this is funny. So we decided we were so we're all one I didn't get invited to. For the listener, Broadcast Boot Camp is we get to come a week early to campus, and we spend the week um, with our freshmen, um, and we start teaching them hands-on stuff already. Um, But then it's also a time to start bonding with everyone, Um, and it's really fun, especially as a freshman. It's really helpful because you start to get to know people, and especially upperclassmen, um, before you get started. So anyway, so we have like these bonding times. So we went to the basketball court, and we decided that we were going to play basketball, and like Logan... (laughs) Ryan was there. I think Noah was there. Cause he's I like, was. I, I, forget, I think maybe Justin was there. I don't know. Like, all people were there. So it was like me and Randy against all of them. But I would just stand in the corner the entire game. And Ryan and Noah and Logan would get so mad at me because I would just stand there and then they'd pass me the ball and I would just like not do anything with it because I was so intimidated by trying to play basketball. I can't play basketball with anything. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, can we go like play volleyball or like do something else? Because like this is my like number one thing I can't do. Remember having to run the bases for uh, sports <laughs> broadcasting? <laughs> I didn't have to because you know wheelchair, but oh my goodness! Because I remember because it was sports broadcasting, like the class or whatever. Yeah, sports production. Yeah, sports production, and like me and Justin and you were on the field, and then like me and Justin, and it was like after it rained. Every time we were there, it had rained, and so we had been doing this for like a week and a half, and we were just over it. And I just remember Justin looking at me. He goes, Emma. I am new shoes on. I am not running in that. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds like a Justin yes. thing. Oh, and then oh. I like walked from base to base, and Adam's like, Emma, aren't you running off a nap for baseball? <laughs> <laughs> it was like an 8.30 a.m. class or something, too. It was, it was, well, I remember it was, it, was, it was Tuesday, Thursday. It was horrible. I remember Logan Hunt, whenever it would be raining outside, he would have his oh. shoes on. Wear plastic bags over his shoes. He still wanted to wear those Duke shoes. He did not want to get those. Hey, you have to keep all. the Jordans clean. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You gotta stay fresh. At all costs. At all costs. I think we all remember that experience of the first time you see Logan Hunt without his bag, his Owens bags or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Backpack. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
biggest thing I like remember from Logan was the uh, chicken tender story. What? <laughs> uh, all I remember is like during radio practicum or just when we were hanging out, he would be like, if you go on a date with the guy, you never get chicken tenders. It's just an insult. <laughs> And then he would proceed no. to tell us the story again. <laughs> I just I just remember Radio Practicum. I think Peter, Emma, and Josh was there too. And we went through the whole timeline of Logan and oh, his yeah. dating life. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I was there too. Um, so to wrap up, um, let's talk about, um, I know it's kind of shaky. We're all in the same boat right now as far as career situation um but if you kind of have an idea let's talk about where you want to go what you want to do after you graduate so not necessarily that's going to happen but what you would like to happen i know it's different for everybody so i'll go first um well the wedding was supposed to be in october mm-hmm. we're not sure that's gonna happen anymore the wedding will still happen just maybe not in october mm-hmm. um but we plan to move to nashville and I would really love to have a job within the music video industry. That's definitely my passion. And I would also love to be a concert photographer and tour. But that can only happen for so long because I eventually want to start a family. But that's kind of the right. plan as of now once, you know, the music video world starts again and people are allowed to be back together. So yeah, that's what I plan to do. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's really just I'm going for working in a church somewhere um, in some type of tech ministry. Um, and even in, if, if it happens to work it with youth in some way, I have the minor for it. So, but the main goal is to work with, in a church just to help out with tech media and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, for me, I was planning on staying in South Bend um, and working for the internship I was doing now. Um, but with all of COVID, like they've kind of stopped working for a while. Um, and I don't think they'll be hiring anybody anytime soon. Um, so I've been looking around and I wouldn't be opposed to moving out of the state because I want to travel a little bit. Um, so I'm not 100% sure what I want to do, but I know all I really want to do producing, um, especially like shorter stuff like music videos and short films because I really enjoy shorter projects. Um, but it's kind of up in the air. I've been applying to a couple places, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Yeah. For me, um, you know, I'm really not sure what I want to do. I have a lot of different passions. I feel like going to Huntington gave me a lot of opportunity to um, really teach me a lot about a whole bunch of different things. Um, Like I learned instant replay. I learned how to probably uh, do camera work uh, for sports. I mean, I learned how to edit and actually shoot videos. Um, So I don't really know what's next for me. Currently I have a job at UPS and honestly it's been great so far. Um, I've been getting into basketball officiating a lot and you know, I'm just trying to take this time to really figure out where God wants me uh, to be, and then, you know, just trying to find a, a dream through there, um, and then just working towards that. So right now, I've been applying a bunch of places, I've had a few interviews, and no one has called me back or emailed me back, um, and so I'm kind of just waiting to see what happens, see what God has in store for me, 
Um, I ha- like I've had a lot of like good, like promising interviews to people like, oh, like that went really well. We'll be in contact. Then nothing. Um, but that's just the reality of COVID-19 right now is like, yeah, sure. We can talk to you, but we don't really want to hire anybody, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting to see what will happen. I'm hoping for a church or like a production company. I've talked to both already. Um, I've been freelancing a bunch recently. And so that's been nice. And so it's not like I'm, I'm not poor by any means. I'm, I'm doing okay. So, yeah. So um, I actually wanted to, so let's rewind a couple, couple months ago. I want, I had always wanted to be a morning show host. And then um, I thought about it and was like, that's a really hard gig to get into because I mean, everybody listens to a morning show, everybody. Um, but I thought about it was like, there are no dis like uh, disabled um, like media groups. I was like, I have the background for that. I have the idea, like part of, part of an idea for like a podcast for a wheelchair. I was like, like, why not just go wheels media, just do that as a conglomerate and just have a bunch of different, uh, branches of it. So I'm going to get that off the ground, hopefully here in the next 10 years. Um, yeah. That's where I think I'm headed. That's awesome. I have also had a couple interviews. Um, Been kind of promising. I've got another one on Wednesday. Um, I would like to see myself in like a PR firm. Um, Like I said, when I came into Huntington, I was a a public relations major. um, And I still like that kind of thing. Um, But now I also have the media background to be able to do video um, work. Um, but uh, we just did, for Junior Project, we did a project with uh, Riley Children's Hospital and did a lot of really cool fundraising content and raised a good amount of money. Um, so I might see myself in a nonprofit someday, um, but I am registered for grad school. So I'm going to be getting my master's degree in strategic communication through Texas Tech, and I would hope to be an adjunct professor someday. That's that's pretty cool. How much did you guys end up raising for Riley? Um, it was over eleven hundred dollars. Awesome. That is great. Um, I think for me, I originally thought I was gonna be calling games in the Northwood Summer League, which is a pretty prestigious baseball summer league. Um, I had two jobs that really looked like they were gonna go through, but then with the world of sports not happening, it really altered a lot of that. And I, myself, I would like to try to stay within the sports broadcast side. Um, I really love and enjoy it. Everything from prep work to calling the game to, even though I won't admit it another time, even wrapping up stuff, you know, I just love all of it. But I think right now I'm just going to kind of look for an in-between job. And then when things get back up, you know, try to jump back into the world of sports kind of like everybody else yeah I think we're all kind of in that spot of we kind of need to know if we're going to have one or whether we should get that in-between job um, right. especially for sports it's a weird world without sports right now um, so yeah I think we're all going through withdrawals but I think once sports comes up it's going to be really cool if you can get involved in that like pretty quickly 
Um, and so just final thing, um, what's your advice to incoming freshmen, um, underclassmen? That can be about broadcasting, that can be about college, life, no matter what you want it to be about. Try as many things as possible because, I mean, you're in college, you are not going to be wasting your time if you don't like doing something. I'd say, like, that's one piece of advice, but also when you're signing up for classes and stuff, whenever I give campus tours, I tell people this, you know, make sure you're really asking a lot of questions about different professors because different professors may not work for your friends, but they may work for you. So just ask a lot of questions instead of just asking, hey, did you like this class? So just really try to do that. Yeah, yeah kind of going off what Noah said, yeah, just, just be willing to try, but, and also be willing to fail. Um, there's a lot of projects you'll have that they'll be awful. Like mm -hmm. I just got done with uh, this project um, that it bored me to death. Mm -hmm. and it, Is that Longhorn Cheese? Huh? <laughs> Longhorn cheese? I might have had a project oh, worse than that just now. <laughs> but that was a, a bad struggle. Problem. But there are projects that you won't like, and there, but like, and there will be projects you will like, and the, most of the time, the ones you do like, you'll be most critical about. But yeah, just be be willing to fail and learn where you failed at, so that way the next time you do that project, you'll be able to do it better. And even the projects that you struggle with those will grow you, like make you grow as a broadcast major. And you'll see the uh, positives in it. Not at the time, because you'll hate it. But <laughs> later, later, you'll be like, oh, that's, I know how to do that, because this project forced me to do that. Man, Longhorn Cheese was worth it after all. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, I would say, especially for type A people like me who are constantly looking to the future, like just remind yourself to be present because even though they say, oh, it goes faster than you think, it actually does. So you'll you'll find yourself in our places someday and be like, what happened? Um, but just take advantage of every moment and every opportunity. I think for me, for... Oh. go ahead. <laughs> Oh, for me, I'd probably say time management, um, just because like being a double major and having a bunch of jobs and also wanting to hang out with all my friends, especially like freshman year, was like very difficult for me. Um, and then I figure out like having a calendar and like blocking out time to like do homework and like when your other friends are in classes, you can do homework or even doing homework with them. Um, it, it makes it a lot easier on yourself that you're not staying up to like three in the morning writing that eight page paper that's due tomorrow. <laughs> Or not sleeping like Becca Malott does. Yeah, she or did sleep. last semester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, time or management is probably the biggest thing. Really wish I knew that freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Don't <laughs> overdo it. Yeah. Um, I definitely wore myself out horribly trying to double major, and it was worth it in the end. But I also like did way too many things on top of it and tried to go like extreme every time like you can uh -huh. <laughs> some classes like realistically just aren't as important as others focus on the ones that truly will help your craft and get by with the other ones get yourself through them you don't have to have perfect grades and everything and I wish I <laughs> I wish I believed that in myself 
but you, you you can get through college you don't have to be this incredible person with straight A's the whole time like focus on yourself too. take time to breathe um what I would say is be passionate um I was gonna say don't take no for an answer but you definitely should take no for an answer sometimes um that sounds like a key Lance Clark quote I feel like it is <laughs> it's not though I just I was thinking about it anyway be passionate because uh my my four years three and a half of those years um I didn't have a I wanted a radio show I wanted a Christian hip-hop radio show for the radio station and it looked very promising at first and then we changed formats and Christian hip-hop was not in the format and so I talked to Adam during broadcast boot camp last uh, this past summer, and was was willing to be shut down because I thought that's where it was going. Not, no expectations were high, um, and he was like, "Yeah, go for it, do it." And I was like, "Yes, okay." I literally he he because we were in the DC. He went around the corner to leave, and I went, "Yes!" Just fist pumped the air, and it was just great. It was hilarious. So guys, thank you so much um, for joining me today after not being able to see each other for many weeks and just being able to see each other before we end next week and don't really have graduation until August. Um, but I think this is really good and people will really get to know what our class of 2020 is about in the broadcasting department because all the laughter is pretty much what we did for the last four years. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you to all of the broadcast seniors for joining me for this fun adventure that we just went on. Uh, we talked for quite a while, um, but it was really fun to get to catch up and just talk about um, the past and things that we've been through, but also the future and our dreams and aspirations and just all the different directions that we can to go in. And that's just what's really cool about our major is all the directions that everyone gets to go in. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening to Senior Conversations over the past few weeks. We've had a lot of fun doing it and really, really appreciate the support that we have gained through it. I also um, am a senior this year and this one is my final little hoorah as station manager of Forrester Radio. And so I just want to thank all of our listeners first off for all of your support after the over the past three, four years. We have gone through a lot of change. We completely changed our image. We started this podcast. We started doing events. We did fundraisers. We did all kinds of things. Um, and so your support has not gone unnoticed and we appreciate it and I appreciate it so, so much. I also want to thank my team from the past four years. You guys are incredible. Um, you've helped me accomplish so many things. I wouldn't have been able to do anything without you guys in just your, your excitement um, for radio um, and just bringing Forrester Radio back to life over the past few years. And finally, I want to thank Lance Clark and Adam Widener um, for entrusting me three years ago with the radio station um, and believing in me when I couldn't believe in myself to do things with it that I thought were unimaginable. And I just want to thank them for their support um, and just everything that they've done for me over the past, past years. And so, the, as a senior, and since this is my last thing as station manager, here is my final sign-off. As always, you can listen to Forrester Radio on 105.5 WQHU in the Huntington area, or anytime, anywhere at ForresterRadio.com.
as always, stay rooted, H.U.